0: I've heard it. I've heard enough of that. You
1: you're done with turkey season now?
0: Um. Yeah. Um. You know. Happy for everybody who killed a turkey. Kind of wish you know I could have killed a turkey, but I didn't put in any effort to go. So. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm not upset that it's over. I'm mean, just excited that it's over actually, because we're or it's maybe not it's not over everywhere, but we're closer.
1: I mean, I'm, I'm tired
0: I'm... of seeing turkey stuff.
1: Turkeys are cool.
0: Uh, love turkey hunting. Not clearly, it doesn't compare to uh, duck hunting. Uh, In my opinion, it's the uh, baseball to football season. You know that's going to upset all the baseball guys, but
1: that's going to upset
0: some people. That's the truth. (laughs) That's the truth in my in my hunting book. So, would you say it's the baseball? I'd say it's what you do when um, it's not duck season.
1: See, to me. Fishing would be the baseball. Basketball would be turkey season to me.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, <clears throat> I guess. I mean, I feel like, like, depends on the type of fishing. Like, we fish for just well. I mean, like fishing, and frog digging. Yeah, but that's fun to me. I mean, that's fun, and it's just easier, easier to do. There's a lot more other activities involved, like
1: beer, you know, radio. The water on the boat. See, I think... Well, I don't know. I have a lot of fun watching basketball. Going to baseball games is fun, but watching baseball games is not fun. Very similar to going fishing is fun, but watching a fishing video is not fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's,
0: I think that's definitely true.
1: That's, that's definitely the truth. Uh, but, no, I'm bored
0: watching baseball. <clears throat> and uh, I, I'm not that entertained watching turkey videos either. Like, it's cool seeing one strut. Like, they're beautiful. But
1: You feel like once you've seen one strut you've seen seen them all strut. Well it'd
0: be like <laughs> once you've seen one duck dive in the hole, you have seen them all dive in the hole. Maybe no. so, but I rewatch it every time. Like if I see some mallards coming and cupping in, I'm gonna sit there and just glare at it. I mean the whole al- time.
1: other than how there's different kinds of turkeys, they have different lengths of beards, right? Every turkey video I watch seems the exact same. Right.
0: But I also I also think you have you're hunting a turkey then like even though it's cool to go and get them in other areas, what makes what separates the ducks from me is that they're they're not here right now. <laughs> you know they're going to show up. <laughs> that is like, true. They're, they're they're a thousand miles yeah. north of here
1: or two thousand so, miles. So what you're is. saying is is you can just grow your turkey.
0: Yes, 100. percent You can grow. You can go farm raise turkey all the time. Like you can't really farm raise ducks. Like you can build a duck paradise for them to hopefully come back to.
1: But but there's no guarantee. If there's, there's no, no ducks, they're not coming
0: back. Right, you have to go where the ducks are currently going or are or are going to pass through. You know, because like the bad part about turkey, you go to an area, there's no turkeys. I guess the same for
1: ducks, there's no ducks. But but um, there's no turkeys. There's no chance yeah, like of there being turkeys.
0: That's right. They're just yeah. not there. They're not going to be there later in the season. Like, they're just not there. <laughs> nice. Uh,
1: All right. Well, I guess we'll go ahead and get started. Yeah, let's do it. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Lift off. We have a lift off.
0: This is the Foul Mouth Podcast. Like you can't tell me what gets you excited about that. The
1: yeah, are the shooting the dogs. Like I just gets me fired up. The, I can't help it. I, the best part about it to me, and you know this when when we were making that mm-hmm. intro, was the rocket launch. Like the shuttle launch. Like <laughs> I was like a thousand percent. This has to be in here. You know, because well,
0: like, it's like it's like uh, takeoff. You know, it's four. It's the four a.m. clock. You know, it's here you go. It's like that's
1: gonna be my my alarm clock this year. Yeah. I've had to change my
0: alarm clock up because it keeps... If I if, if I don't switch up my alarm clock sound, it'll just incorporate itself into some dream. And then I'm like just <laughs> listening
1: to music in my dream not waking up. You know, so. Did you ever watch like Jimmy Neutron? Oh, yeah. And he had like the Space Shuttle alarm clock, you know, that was like taking off. I'm going to get one of those for duck season. <laughs> yeah. I seen the one that,
0: well, I don't have a problem waking up. Well, I'll say that. I woke up late a couple <laughs> times.
1: If I hear my alarm, I
0: swear Caitlin turned the alarm off. She says she didn't. But if I hear my alarm, I, I'm going to wake up. But it's those times where it's like three days in a row and you just don't hear the alarm go off. And you just like wake up and you're like, oh, (laughs) shoot.
1: (laughs) That's like last year when... um I had somehow or another, I got enough cell service in one of those holes to call you, and and I was like, "Hey, are you, you still coming?" Down? <laughs> you know, like you're like, "I'm gonna leave it at midnight, yeah. like 2 a.m." I'm like, "All right, where's he at?" <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think at 3 a.m., I was on the what you know, flying 80 miles an hour down the highway. Oh, that's wild. So we said we said we're we're moving on from turkey season, and we're
1: getting back to our roots. We are, I man. So I technically hunted a turkey yeah right it may have been a hen i saw it really far away um i got my truck stuck like yeah. usual in uh in my parents field and i had the tractor out and i was putting the tractor up and i like looked over and saw something coming across the field uh up in our pecan grove and i was like oh that's a freaking turkey so dead sprint, ran up to the house and grabbed my shotgun and went back over there and uh, never saw it, uh, yelped at it a couple times, not with <laughs> any turkey calls. Like, straight up mouth, yep, just yep. Like, burk, burk. <laughs> yeah, like, just hoping for that, the best. I mean, you
0: see this crazy stuff they do, like, on the side of the road, people just yelling at them. <laughs> and they just, like, go crazy, so maybe it would work. Didn't, you,
1: know? um, you had a run-in with some turkeys, though. Um, on the back porch, didn't you? Oh uh, yeah, about killed some off the back porch, and that was the
0: highlight of my turkey season. <laughs> that they were, <laughs> I was literally talking to somebody about him killing one that morning, and I looked back there, and there he was, and I put the sneak attack on him. I got within 20 yards of the hen, but she busted me. But that's fun and all, and congrats to everybody that killed turkeys, and we're happy for you. Um, but. Let's get realistic. Like we're here to talk about duck hunting, you know. Like it's just so much more exciting. We got you got you got the hot the hot takes on duck hunting right now. What's I, going on?
1: I am um, I don't profess to be an expert in duck hunting. Yeah, but I really don't like talking to people about turkey hunting because I definitely yeah. don't know about turkey hunting. No, I like, agree with that. All.
0: Like we're just not. Although like, dived into a
1: it. guy in Tennessee did get shot using a fan. Right, just like, um, and we what brought that we up in the about. stats one out of <laughs> I know, forget what, what the, the number was, but it was likely. So, TWRA, um, has actually changed or not changed, they're proposing a um, change this year in a few different things. Um, they're adding in a J. Crow and uh, basically reducing your turkey bag in Tennessee to like two birds a season, or at least that's their plan. They're going to vote on it. But I've never really seen them propose anything that they didn't go through. And then um, one of the recommended changes is that fanning, which is, you mm-hmm. know, behind I'm the turkey fan, turkey fan. Uh, they're going to uh, ban that entirely on WMA lands. And I think so, that's smart. Yeah. So basically, like, even whenever Those people are getting shot in the freaking face. I mean, dude, I, I don't know if that guy survived or not. Like, I, I really, yeah. Like <clears> all, I heard about it. I never really saw any articles about it. But I like, mean, it was to all to do that on public land. On.
0: I feel like you, you know, you're obviously making not a wise choice. But like, think
1: about the guy that shot him. Here's the thing. You feel terrible. A, you feel terrible. But like, do you really look? A, a Why are you tur- shoot at the butt of a but, turkey? But you look at a turkey fan and go, "Well, I think that's a problem." I think that's a guy. I think that's I would be. would think we'd think that. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I think people get so in the moment of just wanting to kill one that I mean, just think of all that has to go into play. Like that guy had to think, you know, they must have been calling at each other, or they <laughs> must have had a decoy out or something, you know. Like it's a terrible situation, but no, that sucks. I think I think they should do that. I mean. You know, they, they want to change all the... are They've been talking about changes forever over in Arkansas, you know, if any of those actually ever go through. I don't know if that I those mean, will actually go through, but who You knows? know,
1: it, it's just not... So, ultimately, we're, we're moving on from turkey season. Going to talk about duck hunting. Yeah, we're going to talk about duck hunting. <laughs> so, we established two episodes ago that there are people out there that don't like us. Yep. And um, not that any of them have said that they don't like us, but we've just established <laughs> the Pure that odds. Yeah, pure odds. At least one person doesn't like yep. us. So I decided that we'd go through a couple of... Uh, controversial uh hunting topics today and uh i didn't give you any of them beforehand <laughs> and uh we'll just give our opinions on them you know what we think and uh that's so loud yeah paper's, and, loud. Uh, yeah, paper's pretty loud the mic sorry guys <laughs> and um and we'll just kind of go through them and uh and if people don't like us and don't like our opinion on it then it's gonna
0: feed it i'm, I'm ready for guess it. guess what
1: it tough <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know the yeah. podcast is not on the side of my truck <laughs> yeah, you know,
0: yeah.
1: so um uh number one controversial hunting topic and this is just like stuff that i see the, okay, on, are these duck hunting related or just everything is duck hunting related okay, right, and so uh I'm for those for of take. y'all that don't live in arkansas a lot of these well some of them have to do with arkansas okay. and so um you know, that's just where we're most familiar with, yep. right? Um, first one, and a lot of these come from like Arkansas duck hunters. Facebook group, pages. That's where I see these. Uh, number one one is uh, public versus private, yep. right? And so, uh, so the obviously people just think that like all the private guys. Like there are private guys and then there's the private guys. Yeah. You know, like the white oaks, like the stuff like that. Yep. And so it's the elites. Uh yeah, you know, like there's a lot of hate around. So what's this. the what's
0: the what's the debate? Is it just that the public guys, um, you know, is it public versus private? Like what's the take here? You know, uh,
1: just- yeah, so basically uh, this is your take. What do you think? <laughs> about like what is your opinion on the guys that have like things like white oaks or the guys that you know um they're only hunting fields and stuff like they're paying for their lease every year and then you got the public guys so obviously we know what most of the perception is is that the the public guys think that the big guys like white oaks are just absolutely destroying the duck population for the rest of us right right on public lands and then, like you've got the other guys that are in fields that just think that we, the public guys, are crazy, yeah. and that we overcrowd everything and yeah. we push all the ducks out of there. That's right. All right. So, what do you <clears throat> what 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 do you think is the case there? And, I, uh, I th- think, and this could be quick. Yeah, know? here's
0: my hot take: is that uh, killing birds on public lands a hundred times harder, and it's more it's a bigger accomplishment to kill them on public land. I, That's my first hot take. Uh, or my only hot take about it, I think the private guys has its place as I'm becoming more of a dad, I see where it would be convenient and make sense, and some people don't have the flexibility that they can only go and they maybe have some extra money. so I get the private thing, but you know I think it's um they it's a different almost a different sport almost like it's really two in my opinion it's two different styles so of so
1: if you went to the gas station. Yeah. We're going to we're going to throw the nice oh, Jordan. So, so, like stereo- nice like so we're the, stereotyping now what what's this typical stereotype? The po- of a- <laughs> Pocahontas jordans <laughs> okay. right? Yeah. And you see three guys sitting around a table and and you look at look at one guy and you're like that guy it is definitely he hunts at White Oaks. <laughs> yeah. Right. What, what is what's that guy wearing?
0: <laughs> uh, shin gear for one. He's wearing all shin gear. We are not
1: hating on shin gear. But no, that's <laughs> what he's wearing. We, we, that's his, what he's like, wearing. But that's what you think. Well, obviously, uh, if they're you're gonna White have Oaks, you're
0: um, the private guys are gonna have the telltale sign of a private guy is side by side in the back of the truck. Um, I can't tell the shin gear waiters, but definitely at <laughs> the White Oaks in the nice places, they're gonna have the, the shin gear.
1: Um, <clears throat> I think the guys at White Oaks don't even have them side by side. They're just showing up with the truck. Right. Gunner uh, kennel well, you know, in the back?
0: Uh, mm, no, I would say more. I, I feel like I see more public guys with dogs than private guys. Because you're typically hunting at a place that you have to have it. Most private places, you don't have to have a dog. So much easier. You just get out of your nice little blonde. And you just walk through a foot and a
1: half. Of water. You just bring your buddy out there and yeah. be like, "Hey, you go yeah, get you that got duck." Yeah, son,
0: go get it. You know. <laughs> but now you know, they're both other place. <clears throat> Obviously, we're team public. Uh, I know a if lot you of. If he's the public I guy, I said, man,
1: what is your telltale sign that there is a public land duck hunter sitting at that table?
0: Because he's going to lie. You ask him where he's going, he's going to
1: lie to you and where he's hunting. <laughs> That's the <biggest laughs> he's gonna thing, look at You know? did not, <laughs> and, and he, tell you somewhere and, else, and, and smile at <laughs> yeah. you. So. Um, <laughs> One thing that I've always noticed whenever I go to gas stations in yep. Arkansas, especially when I spend a lot of time over there during duck season, is I ask guys how they did, right? And the, the private land guys that are – which I, the only private land guys I feel like I see – are guys that are leasing fields and stuff because yeah. the white oaks guys, those guys, like most of them, I feel like they're eating right on, yeah, at, at their, their well, They're not at the gas station. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, they're hanging out <laughs> at, yeah, their, at, the, at, at the lodge at, yeah. at the lodge, and so they're not at the gas station buying chicken biscuits yeah. at three thirty in the morning. And so I see these guys in the private land lease guys. They, I'm like, how'd y'all do? And they just, man, you know, went. We didn't do very good, you know. Tell you exactly. Yeah, they tell you how it is, and the public land guys will look at you dead in the eye, okay, and then be like, "We did all right (laughs) with the big grin on their Um, face, right?" But they that they give you nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're not going to tell you anything. Not going
0: to tell you where they were. Secretive. But it's part of that's part of the fun. It's part of the stereotype.
1: Well, it's fun. Yeah, I enjoy it. So, um, so that was fun. Yep. (laughs) Um, Number two and these alternate back and forth between kind of funny you know right. and serious um, what is the best little debbie cake
0: I like the ones that a lot of guys would say they're waxy, but that's what I, I, I love said, like, you know, like when it's, you know, duck is around the holidays, the freaking Christmas, little Debbie Christmas oh, shaped.
1: Like I love that. They're, I love that they're just, okay. First off, they're just zebra cakes that are okay. shaped like Christmas trees. <laughs> Secondly, they taste like wax. Okay. Okay. <laughs> our
0: gingerbread men, are those little Debbies? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I love the gingerbread man, but I'm but, a ginger like, guy. You know what else is little Debbie? What? Honey buns. Okay. Well, this podcast brought into... to you by Little Debbie Honey
1: Buns. <laughs> when you throw the, mm-hmm.
0: the Little Debbie Honey Buns into it, what did you just bring here to the house?
1: Um, so they're like um, Little Debbie muffins, the muffin packs, mm. and um, and they're the honey buns. I can't have them right now, so I need to go um, open one up and and do live. Yeah, taste yeah, you test. Do, yeah, do a live taste test. So <laughs> I'm going to tell the the story. Yeah, keep so um, uh, I, I basically, I realized that during duck season, there they are on the counter. During duck season, uh, I gain a lot of weight, and uh, it's mostly from eating honey buns, and I decided that um, I needed to lose a bunch of weight, so I'm going to just rip the box (laughs) open, and uh, so I've been doing this thing called 75 hard, and so I run every day. Well, I I still need to lose about 20-ish more pounds for duck season. 27 grams
0: of carbs and 16 grams of sugar in this one pack.
1: There's only 16 grams of sugar in one pack? Mm Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I was running the other day, and this guy <laughs> drove past me and stopped and asked if I needed some help. And I called you right after, and I was like, am I so fat <laughs> that people are having to stop and ask if I need help while I'm out running? And, uh, and he's like, you just you need some help, son, or are you just running? And I was like, you know, the, there were two guys in the truck, and they were like, look at this fat dude running. <laughs> he, told, he told his buddy,
0: bro, that dude's running he, for his he, life. He's running for his
1: life. <laughs> I and, didn't
0: go smell that.
1: It smells like a cinnamon roll. Yeah,
0: it does. A little. It's a honey bun mini muffins. Probably freaking delicious.
1: I'm so jealous right now. That's why I bought them today. I was at the grocery store. I bought them just for this. It could
0: use some icing on top, but it's delicious. We'd crush those during duck season. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know the answer. Any? We load our blind bag. Uh you no. Know, what would you eat all the time? You cosmic the brownies. brownies.
1: <laughs> and uh, we'd, I'd buy like a twelve pack cosmic brownies, and then I'd just open them, and I'd open my blind bag, and just dump them,
0: dump the whole <laughs> thing. Eat in half of before we got out and, there.
1: And, um, you know, per density, like cal- calorie wise, I think cosmic brownies are the best thing you can get. But my absolute favorite is definitely the gingerbread men, the ice yeah. gingerbread men, and um, they just it, they couldn't be they
0: they uh, they keep their you know their shape, they're not as hard to crush as like I some of the other I do not
1: care, I would <laughs> eat them as crumbs.
0: No, uh, okay. My favorite, oh, here hold on, my favorite is the powdered donuts, cinnamon powdered donuts. My favorite blind bag snack, uh,
1: yeah. But they get do you remember they last year? Shirt? Mine got soggy, yep. because okay. it rained and they were disgusting. Yep, count me out on that. If y'all can't tell, we uh, big blind bag snack people. <laughs> so, um, next one on from here is uh, super controversial if you get on Arkansas Duck hunters, right, Facebook group. is uh, Arkansas, it's, it's toxic on there. I really it don't even get over so it Because uh, you just going to argue. Let's like, uh, well, get on there for the comedy. Yeah. Uh, next topic is Arkansas Game and Fish. Are they doing a good job managing the lands that they have? Hmm. Um, I, I would say overall – uh,
0: yes. I mean, ducks, it's still like the number one place to go duck hunting. The ducks are showing up in the numbers. Uh, there's things that could be done better, but from a government, you know, let's be realistic government doesn't do anything very good, you know? That's true. And so, like, they're doing, they're doing, they those, definitely don't govern well. Yeah, they don't govern <laughs> well, but like, they're, they're doing not a bad job. Like, some of the rules, you know, there's a gazillion rules that have been created just to enforce other rules that are existing. Yeah outside of that i think they're doing okay there's plenty of room for improvement but they they've they've um, enforced like respect out there like the arkansas guys <laughs> like you know they get respect like you go to tennessee and you don't not that you don't respect them out here but you don't have a fear for them like you do yeah. in arkansas i um, i think public that, guys so most private guys never seen a game more than ever in arkansas oh they yeah never, never. Dealt with it. they don't even they don't know the point system.
1: Because I, I, you know? <laughs> I never got a ticket before. <laughs> yeah, get the- and uh, I think that they're doing the best that they can with what they have. Yeah. Now, a bunch of people have been mad in saying that they have mismanaged the lands mm-hmm. previously. And now that, that that's leading all the problems with the different flooding and trees stuff problems. and mm-hmm. trees. But I think that they're doing the best that they can. I mean, they, they wouldn't, they would still be flooding things the way they used to flood them, mm-hmm. which was borderline killing the trees yeah. and uh, some of the trees in the green tree reservoirs. And um, they brought in outside biologists and asked them, you know, yeah. like what, what can we do? And, you know, they had opposed post dredging some of the rivers yeah. and it had, they dredged the rivers honestly guys like most of these backwaters that we all hunt in and all the holes that we love that get flooded if they dredge those rivers that that stops happening mm-hmm. and so like all the rivers in tennessee are dredged and so that's why we don't really have duck holes unless it rains super hard yep. because then the backwater will flow up but because <coughs> all the rivers are dredged all, all the water flows out so quickly
0: No, that, and that's true and there's a uh an opposite side to that too and like if they don't dredge it gets where it can't flow out good enough and i think i was talking to a lady who works for um the levy district or whatever that controls like the mississippi stuff they also do stuff on the white but since the white's not really navigable anymore it's still it's not used as commercial stuff mm-hmm. they don't dredge it and even though people ask them to dredge it because it's getting full of junk and it's taking forever for it to drain out but there's no money like it's millions of dollars to go dredge the white river But there's no commercial activity of moving boats up and down all that's doing is like when you see now like we're looking you know it's may and rivers are still flooded you know it's springtime and like trees are still underwater and so but now they're underwater
1: naturally right they're underwater
0: naturally but they've been the problem begins is they've been underwater unnaturally when we flood them throughout the season and they can only have that i don't remember what the day count was 100 days or something 90 days underwater a year and when you have 40 days in the spring and then you have natural days in the whole December and November, and, you know, all that gets flooded in into January, <clears throat> they become underwater too long. And yeah. so, like I mean, there's definitely problems, but, I mean, I don't, have, I don't seem to have the answers. Most, most people on Facebook don't have the answer either.
1: Yeah. They're just haters. Um, next portion This kind of goes along with AGFC, what is your opinion on the <laughs> season dates for the Oozers on WMAs um, in Arkansas? I, I think that it needs adjusting. <laughs> you think that think, there should be less days or more days? Uh,
0: I think they should give us a um, if there's a day count. If if well, let's let's get back. What is the point of it? I think their point is they're trying to reduce the crowdedness. Is yeah. what I think their point is. Well, <clears throat> same thing with the 4 a.m. Is they're trying to keep guys from camping out there, and then the start times and all that stuff. But like, ultimately, like all it does is make. The 4 a.m. you know it, the 4 a.m. rule created the boat racing, and the um, this 10 day thing has created these long lines of guys showing up and hunting nonstop for 10 days. I think if you gave everybody like still give us 30 days, give us 30 days of out of state guys can hunt any 30 days. Don't really quite know how they'd regulate it. Maybe you had to buy the pass for that individual day, or even give us 20 days and but go any day you want. It within would, the 60 days within of the, the 60 days of the season go whatever 20 days or 15 or 30 days that you can go because uh, some guys have different schedules you know who knows what's going on that would I think would spread it out because you're not gonna you know everybody could hunt open day but everybody hunts open a day now and it could spread yeah. it out more rather than making like when it opened up the day after Christmas you know it probably wasn't very busy the day before that and then the flood of traffic comes because it's yeah. I, I think I don't think it's doing. Much good, other than creating more problems. So,
1: would you have rather, if it, like in a system like that? So, this past Christmas, I had COVID. Yeah. Right. And so, I missed some of the days that we could have gone because I had COVID. Right. But. I didn't really care because it was seventy degrees mm-hmm. those days, and both of us were like, "Cause we had talked about still going yeah. hunting." I was like, "I stay on the opposite side of the boat. We, we, we'll get our six foot separation." Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and uh, no, that's
0: exactly a reason that okay, yeah, the weather sucks this, you know, five day period, or you're in a wedding, uh, which you should, which is a sin, or Lord knows what's going on. You, if know, you get like, married during duck season, yeah, like you take a duck trip, on. yeah, you take a duck trip somewhere else or whatever, like. Because now we
1: build our whole hunting schedule off the 10 yeah. days that we're allowed to go. Like the whole week of Thanksgiving. I've already told you that. Like, yeah. I'm, I told my family I'm coming back for Thanksgiving, yeah. probably. And, and, then, um, the rest and of the then I'm going to be gone the whole rest of the because time. Those days because those are, are the best so days.
0: Well, you and everybody else. I mean, heck, we talked about last year. We were racing guys in the truck, driving all the way up from Florida. Yeah. You know, so like people are coming from, you know, every time we're in the hole, we're in the hole with people from four or five different states. And they're rushing over there. If if they exp- expand it, expanded it to the whole sixty days, I think it spreads all of us out. You yeah, know, we still hunt the same amount of time, but you know we're maybe not all over there. But at the instead same
1: time. of like opening day, I mean, you think opening day is going to be crowded regardless? Well, opening day is going to be crowded regardless. But do you think that we would still go opening day if we knew that we had thirty days to go? Well, or twenty? Let's say we had twenty days to go, and we were like, are we still going to go? And we're gonna burn our burn one of our days. Yeah, it one to think that. That's for what. one, which could be a really good hunt, though. Right. Because even whenever a super cars, is we would
0: we would contemplate it more, because I mean, it still depend. Do we have water anywhere else? Are there birds other places that we found? Yeah. Do we have, have a know, lease we can go a to lease whatever? But it would make you think about it if you had days to burn, and then you like because you know you know oh well everybody's gonna everybody in their uncle's is gonna be there. We gotta get there the day before two days days before you may may think about it differently and be like no let's not do it and let's save it for you know you could go the first 30 days and be done you know but i think maybe you 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 lower the days a little bit um maybe give peak guys less days because even you know 30 days is a lot most i would beg to say most guys aren't out there 15 days that's true. You know, so like... 20 really... So 30 days you. wouldn't change anything. But if you had 15 to 20 days of you could only go at certain times, that would make us, we'd like, you know, you'd guarantee all the weekends would be... Or, you know, you could do it where some days count as like two points or something. Yeah, you know, like, like a, Saturday, a weekend might a count weekend as two points. counts as two days. You know, like you go a Saturday, like that would... You know, you could still have guys that go. But at yeah. some point, it would need to adjust to where, okay, I'm going to go every Saturday, and that would, you know, equal up... 75 percent of your days so you could go or something i don't know how many weekend days there are but that would keep you know i think a system something more like that rather than what we have all it does is makes it super crowded the 30 days that we're there yeah i mean i don't know how less crowded it is when we're not there i don't really think it's affecting the duck population numbers at all i think it's i think so their arguments of all that crap is like just a waste of time it's just on let's Calm the crowdedness so they don't do like Missouri and make it where we had to, you know, yeah. draw a permit that they would go, that'd be disaster. I also I think, think
1: that everybody thinks that it has to do with the duck population and why they regulate it. And I think it has more to do with people,
0: yeah, just the safety of <laughs> like people out there, people getting
1: in fights, like people mm-hmm. being people, yeah, you know. I think so because you
0: got a gazillion other people killing. Ducks everywhere else across the whole state. It's not one W one or two or all the WMAs that are really, you know, doing most of the killing.
1: So recently we saw Arkansas Game of Fish come down with a new rule this year for WMAs and I believe um what's the other places that we hunt? (coughs) Wildlife. Uh, Yeah, national wildlife. Uh that they are banning modified exhaust on your boat motor. Right. Specifically Mud motors, okay, right? I
0: didn't see that. I knew you. Were, you said you were going to bring something like that up.
1: So, so you
0: can't. Well, what's the difference between a modified and just a regular? So, like one that's made to be louder?
1: Yeah. You're so telling, you could buy to do exhaust. Yes. There's yes. guys out there who put a louder exhaust on their freaking. <laughs> okay, so let's get. What is your overall opinion of mud motors? Okay, I've told you this. I know. A bro, this is for the people. <laughs> okay. This is for the people.
0: <laughs> we talk think, about this all the time. I think. Because uh, you've been saying it, you always debate. I think I'm gonna get an outboard or a mud motor. I think they're just not. Uh, <laughs> they, they there's one percent of the time where you're gonna the Louisiana guys are gonna be like, oh hell no. But there's one percent of the time where it beats an outboard. Other than that, I think the outboard it go the outboard can go just about anywhere it can go, and it's typically faster. It's less expensive. It's just as durable, in my opinion
1: says the person who had to replace a lower unit you know, with the lower
0: <laughs> unit but you got a tahatsu, it'd be just as durable but, yes. so that's my take Is I don't think where we hunt it's definitely not necessary maybe somewhere in the super sand flats of the parts of the world or you're running in marsh um, who do we see that was running theirs in like Oh, It was uh Jim Caesar that was running his like backwards, in oh, yeah. The lily pads, like ours, like an oh. our outboard would totally get. I called up in
1: you that. this week because I got my truck stuck, yeah. Again, it's a common theme for me, it's been stuck like what three times in the <laughs> <Yeah>. past uh- <laughs> month, and uh, it just rains so much, yeah. Know? I'm <laughs> constantly off roading it, it weighs so much, yeah, too, it's too heavy. and um. I was like, man, if I bought a mud motor, we would be so stuck. Like as stuck as I yeah. get in the truck. You'd get in a worse situation. We, yeah, we'd be in an awful you should situation. Yourself for the,
0: yeah. Yeah. So, so my take is I'm, I'm don't need one. I don't think you need one. I think we're better <laughs> off with an outboard. If we're gonna travel ten miles down the river, you're gonna you have to have a twelve thousand dollar I mean, I guess. Oh, I know. It's ridiculous. But I mean, that's how much a new, you know, Mercury a Sixty new, costs too. A Gator oh, like, Tail. Yeah. No, no, Mercury, no, Mercury Sixty is like, like eight grand. It was like eight grand. Yeah. yeah. So
1: yeah. No. Um, yeah. I know yeah. Doctor Duck
0: and Billy and all of them use them. All those Texas guys. So, I don't. I've But supposedly about in Texas, Texas they so I don't know what they need doing. them. So supposedly, like I haven't seen what the heck they're. You know.
1: Now here's the real question: We the Mississippi River a lot. Yeah. Like we roll the Mississippi River. Would you be? I mean, you've seen how slow the mud motor motors are. We've ridden in a few boats with them and stuff. What do you? What's, what's your like thoughts? Wouldn't like it. Is, is it all. like putting the twenty five Johnson on the? <laughs> It'd probably
0: be better than that, but I don't see. I just can't. I haven't seen one just be like, oh man, it's a fast boat. All here is are loud as freaking crap. Even when we're on big water, um, even when we're on big water, not in the woods, and like you know, we hear guys like a mile away riding their uh, gator tail. I'm like, man, like they might, and then we see them on the binoculars. I'm like, they're freaking puttering
1: around, like they're slow, like (laughs) they're so loud, so loud, so loud, you Uh, hear forever. So what people have been doing is putting different exhaust systems on them, and I don't think that it really provides anything other than it being loud. I mean, just straight piping your truck make it faster. It um, it's sure much. seems like it does, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, 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 it did when I was in high school. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I
0: get guys doing it like they're going to put a you know, put a lot of exhaust on your four-wheeler and stuff. Like but could you
1: match them on a $12,000 motor? taking the exhaust no. off of it and putting a thousand dollar exhaust no. on it just well, to make it louder i mean how many compliments did i get this year
0: i'm like man i love how quiet that how is. quiet because you could
1: i mean so okay I've supposedly ducks, now people <laughs> are drilling out their exhaust just above the water line on their uh like outboards and that got banned too no i and think so that's i don't stupid. know what the benefit to that is i uh, just to sound loud you know like i don't get that i mean I mean, you've heard how loud my two-stroke is. Yeah, the two-stroke, especially I hit a log, in that, and that the exhaust mm-hmm. does come out of the water. It's like, ng- 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 yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, if it's you know, I think they're
0: just wanting it to sound like they have a bigger, better motor, which is great. But ultimately, it's annoying if you're riding as much as we ride, hundreds of miles a year. Like, it's oh, yeah. annoying. And too, we can kind of turn our stereo system up and still hear it. You know, ride, we would like, have to
1: ride the stereo system at a hundred percent volume all the time, but and it would be you, like, "Can, can you hear yeah, this thing? <laughs> can,
0: can you hear this thing?" But I'd rather hear the I'd rather turn. I'd rather you have loud speakers and play. You know. Jim C's are rolling out of there, or you know, 24/7. I mean, than see, your that's motor. what
1: I thought was funny this past year is we played some music, a handful of times, and it's like four o'clock in the morning, and yep. people be like, "Who the freaking heck is rocking music out here?" Yep. And it's like your mud motor is a thousand times louder than whatever we're. But listening I don't to.
0: think that they're like scaring off all the ducks, and I've seen so many now, people on their. No, oh, I they're, do they're, think
1: that's part of the problem. Now, there are places when we've been in Oklahoma, yep. and we scouted the day before in Oklahoma that that <laughs> mud motor rolled through, and I watched literal thousands of yeah. birds get no, they will kick them
0: up yeah but they're too loud they so i i put my vote in i'm
1: gonna enter it in for uh get rid of the mud motor uh so you uh, are you, okay
0: yeah like they should they need to be quieter they're too I loud
1: supposedly i talked about them getting rid of the mud motors and all together i, I don't see like you, because it tears things up too what are you the what
0: are the mud motor guys going to miss out on other than they have to go buy another motor okay if you go to the 25 horse uh, WMAs where they have the limit I guess you can still run a mud motor as long as it's yeah. lower
1: than 25 yeah um but do you not think that that the Johnson twenty five is still faster than a twenty five mud motor? Right 100
0: oh, percent. The mud motors are what I've seen are slow. Like even like even we had that um, not a race, but we both lined up side by side to try to beat the other person to the hole. It was mud motor versus <laughs> mud motor. I was like, man, <laughs> we got the race. we got the two slowest boats, you know, here like right beside my my was out of commission, so it didn't or no, mine was there, but yeah, we
1: were there. We were just in the. But back. I
0: agree, like we couldn't get up on plane that fast because we were starting from such shallow water, and so they they did do well with that.
1: There's a mild benefit to him, but I don't think that the benefit. I mean, if you're running a cut, 99% of the time if you have a jackplate, you'll make right. it through anything.
0: But the other earlier in the season when we went through the cut and a outboard got in front of a mud motor and we slowed down once he was starting from idle speed where he could have ran through if he was going full speed with momentum. But he can get through either. We were the guys with the outboard and the guys with the mud motor were pushing their boat. So,
1: yep. Um. All right, next uh, next next things up. <laughs> How do you feel about owning holes? And what I mean by owning holes is guys show up to a hole yep. that you're in, and they say, "Son, we've been hunting here for 25 years." And uh and you're like, well, I've been here since two a.m. <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat> How do you? What are your thoughts on that? And I'm not you. You. We talked about this the other day. Yeah. I'm not just talking about it. The WMA. Right. No, I get I'm it. talking about <clears throat> other public lands. No,
0: I I get that. There's a, uh, you know, the backstory here is we were talking about going and visiting some of our spots that we're pretty sure that people maybe have never hunted other than us because they're so isolated. I mean, most likely. <laughs> The only hunters
1: to ever to hunt ever those hunt spots. there
0: and go and, and do a little bit of um, at least within the past twenty five yeah, years, for sure. And to do a little bit of not land clearing, but just make our holes a little bit prettier, maintenance. And um, what would we do if somebody said if we got there opening weekend and uh, <laughs> or some time in the season, and some other dudes were in our hole that we took care of in the off season? Uh, I, I would be. I wouldn't be aggressive about it, but I would definitely ask some questions, you know, so. but out there is so different than at the WMA because oh yeah, it's a public government regulated place. Like I get your granddad and you hunted here and your dad hunted here and you know, you've been hunting here forever, but at the end of the day, it is, you know, it's public land. Like, yeah, I, I, if they're there before me, I, I'm going to let them, I'm going to let them hunt it. But if I'm here, I'm sitting in the hole and they come in and try to run us out. That's unacceptable, you know. I'm not nobody's gonna, running us out of a hole. Yeah, like I'm not getting in a fight, but I'm not just gonna just leave,
1: you know. I um, uh, what I told you was if we rolled up on one of those holes that we do some maintenance on out there, and somebody's sitting there, I'm gonna be like, "Look, boys, we're <laughs> hunting here." Yeah. And if y'all want to hunt with us, y'all more than welcome. <laughs> I to. I agree with that because <laughs> we scout. We you know
0: an area like that that's like just like a on a destination hunt or isolated place. Like you put in so much scout time. You find them, you know, they're like, it would be sketchy for us to find. So what would you spots. do
1: if we pulled up out there and then, or we were out there sitting in that yep. hole, the B, the BA hole. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, back, back in there and another boat pulls up on it and, uh, and then some of our buddies,
0: but we didn't, <laughs> didn't, didn't invite <laughs> but we didn't invite <laughs> Uh Yeah. I mean, you know, you hear that kind of stuff. I mean, I would definitely be like, "Hey guys, what do
1: you, you know? Like, what's going on?" That's why we didn't drop a pin back there.
0: That's why. That's why the agile story. We didn't invite. We didn't call for help for anybody to come pick us up off our island on the river because we didn't want anybody to know where we, we were. We didn't know. Yeah, <clears throat> but there's, we, we didn't want somebody else with a boat to know there's where we two were. Two
1: other people that went, and yeah. one of them was videoing, and the other one has a boat, but wouldn't and, go. They're not
0: going to go. But he's
1: not going to go out there by himself. Yeah, and so. Are so ultimately though we
0: don't own those spots no you, you know you you can go scout them and find them yourself yeah if somebody else scouted and and was true i mean for prime example like we could run we could have ran into cliff out there you oh, know yeah. so like that's you know you could meet a great friend because like dang like you scout and find this kind of stuff too like this is the perfect friend friend yeah, that exactly. you have but if it's somebody that's you know sneaking in on your spot that you, you, you revealed <laughs> it, too uh, much drone see, footage of and you know we they find it on the but map when
1: we're out on the river we don't ever flash our lights at people. Mm-hmm. You know, Arkansas Public Land, um, which we're in Arkansas, but, like, guys are flashing their lights, like, hey, don't come over here and stuff. Well, it's somebody of the
0: 30 times we've hunted the last two years, we've only seen three people actually on another boat. I know. If somebody
1: water. was rolling up on us at the BA hole over would there or con- the feather. I
0: would be concerned
1: on, like, yeah what the heck you know i also thought about this on the the other day i said yeah. about the podcast and we've named all those spots on our own <laughs> so nobody knows what we're talking about so i can be like yeah we were hunting the lower unit yeah. <laughs> we were hunting the feather hole and we're naming our own we're, holes yeah we're naming there, our know. own like, holes so other people just don't hunt well, But it's but, like
0: the wma they all those stupid names are because so-and-so used to guide in that hole or like i don't know how yeah. the you know some of those names got out there but like know?
1: The B.A. hole is now
0: the B.A. hole, yep. by the way.
1: Because uh, any any other name would, would probably give that away. Um, but if we were sitting out there and somebody was rolling up on us, I don't know. I'd, I'd shine my light at them. Just I'd let them come all the way I'd in let them come all the way in and just see who they were.
0: Well, we you know, last season we had a guy that had a big center console that came by like oh, twice. Yeah. Never looking He'd always roll up like 830, you know, and <clears> just like cruising down the river, I guess, and would come back in those islands. Or maybe it was two years ago because we didn't really have any water. It was people. two
1: years ago because he was trying to jump up the – I think he was trying to – yeah, I think it was 1926. I think
0: that's what most guys that we see out there is they're just running the river trying to jump birds and get yeah. hunt. They're not – that's the gist of their scouting. I and mean, we see him once and we never see him again for the rest of the season. No. They go when it's flooded or something and that's about it. And that. we've
1: seen some some interesting boats out there. Yeah. So, But uh, – so yeah. <laughs> so we moved on from from owning holes. Uh, this is a, a great time to talk about since we just talked about mud motors yeah. too. The best boat.
0: <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> I clearly am team havoc. You know, we know we've talked about. You know, maybe dealing with the edge guys. Like, I think the edges make good boats too. I uh, haven't ridden or no. What's his name's? No, we hadn't, I had not really even ridden an Edge. i see him out I've there all the time. I've never ridden an Edge. AJ's I've ridden an Excel. had that War Eagle. It was a good boat. Yeah. But, I mean, me... And, well, here's the thing. I think 100% all these other boats are cool, but it has to have transom steps. If you don't have a step transom... Um, you think that equals old, death. My big old self ain't getting in the boat. Like it's too hard to get in. It's too hard to get in. Like you take our dads, you know, you take an old you take an old man, sixty years plus. They they're gonna listen to this and they're gonna come they after are you. They're not getting they're they, gonna I can tell you this, my dad is gonna struggle. He would struggle to get in. He'd, he'd struggle, struggle to get in on the, the transom steps. Yeah, he'd struggle yeah. to get in on the transom step, much less in like, you know, if they're in neoprene waders or something, like getting yeah. in and out of a boat without transom steps. Me is a deal killer on um, a boat.
1: So, you're saying that you need to find a stump that anybody'll stand on the stump, and yeah? They're just, gonna like, have to walk, walk it up like it's a yep. a, a straight staircase, well, you know.
0: And some of these boats that are coming out that have these super tall sides, not naming any names, but the sides look like they're your freaking nipples <laughs> like there ain't no <laughs> way you're getting up in that boat and they don't have step
1: transom either. And they're that's like, That's wild to me. I just couldn't even. So, that's my take. I've been looking Team for fabric. a boat. And I even I've gone as far as wondering if I could dismantle the frame on my boat and, and create transom steps on you it. You
0: know, I've been anti you
1: doing anything to that boat other than getting <laughs> <You know>, rid <they're laughs> get of it. Well like I mean it is what it is. It goes
0: pretty fast. Yeah, I'm not saying it doesn't, but I'm saying we need we need a reliable another havoc or edge. And put a good size. We'll get some there. excels too. Get you know that that yammy 50 or 40 or something on the back of there I'd get another
1: tatsu i'd get the tatsu too i'm on team tatsu right now i think personally though the best boat is the boat that you customize not you customize but yeah. like you come up with the design for it. Yeah. that's what makes your boat so unique is that everything on it you design yeah i mean there's guys running down the road that ask us about the boat yeah. all the time like hey where'd that console come from who yeah. did that did you fabricate that stuff like that yeah just once you like that's what i would
0: suggest i think we talked about this the time we talked about boat stuff is just get a boat and figure out you know run it for a year maybe don't buy your dream boat your first one but buy a boat to get started and then once you have a boat for a while you're gonna realize you know exactly. Well, what well, you're doing i want this or you know i want that or you know you're gonna find adjustments and and, and then you take else. it to
1: Mighty White. Yeah, you take it to Mighty White. You, you give him and you a buttload of cash.
0: Yeah, call Jacob Fulmer, and you tell him to cut it up and you know go surgeon on that Man, thing. fix this. Make it, make it me. Yeah, that's what he's over there doing right now, trying to bring the motor back to life. The long <laughs> list of parts was like 150 <laughs> Did parts. Did he? Long. Uh, so, so, did we ever figure out what was wrong with it? Uh, lower unit just destroyed. Don't really know what that <laughs> means, you know, but, like, the parts list was super freaking long. Oh, uh, tiller hilarious. handle uh, was broken. Uh, lower unit destroyed. Oh, you had to put that new bracket on there. Put the new... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that part. The, bra- the motor mount bracket. So, did they the,
1: put a whole new tiller handle on the thing?
0: I don't think so. I think just the you know the very front end and then yeah the motor the bracket that holds the motor or no that holds the tiller arm on to the
1: motor broken if anybody wants to buy a Mercury 60 it will be for yeah. sale and it'll be like like new <laughs> it's basically new I
0: mean it's gonna have all new parts I mean it's still gonna be under warranty it I mean it's being warranty.
1: fixed by a Mercury, a Mercury dealer, dealer like an actual and it's car. still gonna be
0: under warranty yeah uh, it has uh, less than a season of hours on it brand new prop <laughs> 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 uh, and uh but yeah, I, I'd, I'd trade it for a uh tahatsu.
1: Alright, here's a um another questionable topic. <laughs> Silver Labs and Boykin Spaniels. <laughs>
0: Oh, the Boykins—they're gonna get—they're uh, gonna get the freaking cockerels, cooked uh, Okay, stuck all
1: on them. We have talked about me getting a duck dog yeah. for a while, and I, and you know this—I yeah. was pretty dead set on getting a Boykin. Yeah. And Emily will tell you I was and, dead uh, set on it. And then we saw one picture from Spence Halford, <laughs> and he talked about the Boykins. And dude, them th- that he said that you have to shave them to get the yeah. cockerels out of them. Well, and I was like, well, we're done. Well, do you think that'd the be the now? same
0: problem with um, what's his name's dog—that red golden retriever he had? You think a golden retriever would clog up know. like that?
1: I would imagine. I mean, their hair is so freaking long. Have you looked at Norman's hair when? Uh, just in passing, it looks like a lab hair. Yeah, he's got very lavish yeah. hair. He's a little bit longer though, so I'm gonna. He's probably gonna get to go. Yeah, he may maybe get, not uh, this year, but the year after.
0: If he thickens up, he's too skinny right now. He'll be free. He'll oh, freeze he'll there. freeze he'll to death. <laughs> off. So
1: silver laps. Yeah. Right. You notice you you know about silver labs, right? I think, no. So a silver lab is a chocolate lab, but it's silver, yeah. quote unquote, and it's a genetic mutation.
0: So why wouldn't it be a black lab but silver?
1: No, it it it's only it's a genetic mutation within a chocolate lab. Interesting. It, but like some guys swear by them. That right? they that they're good or what? Uh no, they're like the country club dog. Uh. <laughs> and uh, I didn't know if you had an opinion on them no, or not. I mean, supposedly I, they I, got health problems <laughs> yeah
0: you don't see them I, I hardly ever see them
1: see the silver lab is not something that a public my, land hunter has my
0: take on the labs from what I've seen is um, the black labs have the most energy and the most drive uh, the yo labs I've seen have been seem to be smart uh, and the chocolate labs I've seen seem to be friendly you know but a little L's just a little slow she's just But I haven't seen... We haven't hunted with that many other chocolate labs, really. Yeah. You know, do you recall any other chocolate labs we hunted with?
1: Uh, They say they're dumber,
0: is what they... So, Caleb
1: Priest swears, swears by, you know, the yellows are the smartest, the blacks are the hardest working, and then the chocolate is uh, the the most loyal, maybe, or something like that. And I have a hard time just grasping that three different dogs that are all the same breed just hair color yeah like if l was bred right now with another chocolate lab mm-hmm. a yellow lab could come straight right, out L, but it could be just like freaking out right. you know like it could be lazy
0: yeah like, i mean i don't know that the dog breeders have to answer that but that is what i hear all the time is that but I, from what i see though the dog the black lives i've seen you know energetic that sounds a whole lot like
1: local dogs have black feet
0: yeah, but, you know, they do. <laughs> I've seen it. That's because
1: wood ducks have black feet, and they're the only local ducks. Yeah. So. Um, uh, last but not least is cutdowns versus J-frame. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: cutdowns are hard to blow. You better have a lung, good lung capacity. Make, make sure you uh, get your smoking in so Our you can work on your lung capacity.
1: Absolute first introduction to cutdown calls. I'm not gonna, we're not gonna name names, brands. Yep. Um, we'll say, I'll say what I blow now, yeah. but uh, I blew that first cut down call. I bought it. I, I was coming to your house yep. one day last year. I remember it. And, uh, <laughs> and I bought I said, like, Hey, man, I, I bought a cut down yeah. call bath pro. And I, that probably gives away the yeah. brand right there. And um, I was like, Man, I bought a cut down call. I was like, Let's blow it. We're just standing in the backyard at your house. Yep. And uh, you just, dude, dude, could not. Tuck. I was like, You need an air compressor to blow this. So what my exact words were is if you've ever smoked a cigarette in your <laughs> yeah, life, yeah, you, long you long might as well just that. give up on blowing a cut. Down call, and uh, I've got a lot better now. You know, you kind of had to learn the difference. Um, the difference. And um, uh, but so do you swap both of us run cut down calls mm-hmm. now? So, uh, we both run a 737 Tomahawk, mm-hmm. and then um, you have a Rolling Thunder two stroke, yep. and then I have a Rolling Thunder Brute, yep, and then um, we, we both both have the have Echo Meat Hanger, hanger yep. J frame calls. So... Uh, and I've got Echo Diamondwood as well. Yep. So I swap back and forth. So are you adept enough now that you swap back and forth and that, that you can tell me, can you do it seamlessly or do you get messed up? And
0: I don't claim to be a... a We're dumb, not world professionals. i close <laughs> to it. But I definitely have a different scenarios where I'm going to use different calls. And when you do go out to the... Beanfield and in the rice field 100 with ethan this year the cut down call is too loud like it's unrealistically loud uh so the cut down call has its perks and that's in the woods when you're competing versus every you know when you're sitting in the rice field you don't hear another duck or another caller (laughs) you know anywhere when you're in the woods like you gotta compete with everybody else and like i I guess they the ducks are loud like you can be several hundred yards away from them in the woods and hear them like they're freaking loud in there but yeah i feel a difference. I, I like i do like my i like doing the chatter on both of them but they're they definitely when you blow one you have to like think for a second oh i just switch like if you go with the same lung power on the j frame you're gonna blow the reeds out of it <laughs> before you do anything
1: i uh had to replace the reeds in my meat hanger yeah last year uh after we home hunting with the trio guys yep. and that was the defining moment last year for me like oh, the difference going we okay like Hunting with a cutdown is yeah. is the way to go in the well, woods. Yeah,
0: in the woods you might as well not even bring the J frame because no. you can't you can't get There's there. There's no like, reason to. Yeah, have. like if you if you don't have a cut down in the woods you're really not able to do anything. Yeah,
1: you know. And uh, I,
0: I blew the guts out <laughs> of my call. <laughs> i tell you what. I broke two reeds. If you're videoing, uh, you don't call because... It y- sounds awful. <laughs> it sounds awful, right? It sounds so, close so, to so bad the camera. that close to the camera. <laughs>
1: and um, and yeah. it's not my call. No, my call is not that bad. It's just no. that close to the mic. Well, like, so, like... <laughs> I've recorded myself calling yeah. before in the truck. Right. Like, I'll be driving, and I'm like, oh, you know, pull, pull out my duck calls and stuff. And that's something that I started doing a little bit more last year just so I make sure I get down. Well, you listen to it back on, like, like if your phone's pretty close mm-hmm. to you and stuff, you're like, God, oh, man, like, that does that's not sound good. good. I come to but that. But, like, the done. other day, we were at your house, and I was thinking around, and you took a video of yeah. me pulling a call, but I wasn't that, that yeah. close to you. And I was like, all right, like, yeah. like that <laughs> sounded embar- pretty I'm good. Not embarrassed, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. You know, if They'll I did that in front down, of yeah. a bunch of people, and yeah, I posted on Instagram, <laughs> yeah.
0: like, and uh, it was because when we were at, um, uh, I think I said I was when I started Rolling Thunder one day, and I was picking up a call and like a hoodie from them, uh, and we're back there where they're making <laughs> the act, like the guy who's like hand making every Rolling Thunder call. He like, all right, let me get this one together before he puts it together, and. Gets on and is like, and just goes to town He's like, all right, here you go. You give it a shot. And I was like, oh, man. <laughs> like, dig-a, 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 dig-a. I was like, nah, it looks good, dude. <laughs> I don't need yeah. to, like, broadcast my calling skills here in the office with everybody. So, um, <laughs> I, wasn't about to, I wasn't about to blow in that call. Suddenness,
1: non months old. Yep. So when is he going to start blowing duck calls? Uh, I think soon as he's talking, you know, it, like. as soon Because, you know, and because I. I would hate that if I gave him a duck call
0: to blow on, just, you know, because <laughs> he'd just go, you know, just blow straight into I, uh, it.
1: When I mess with him now, you know, people like, you know, they mess with. Obviously, he's not my kid. Yeah. So, like, I'm like, if he starts crying about my problem. Yeah, and and over, so, yeah. like, uh, well, I'll, like, play with him, you know, and I'll, like, scratch, yeah. scratch his belly. I'm like, digga, 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 <laughs> yeah. digga, digga, digga. Getting and so, ready. yeah, I'm getting the rhythm in for him. So yep. like maybe it's gonna be well, like dig-a- 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 I
0: told you all Duck season every morning when I'd feed a bottle I'd sit th- we'd sit there and watch Dr. Duck and I need to get him back in that habit now he can understand we're gonna
1: end, we'll we'll end the controversial okay. <laughs> podcast on that right there on Dr. Duck uh, YouTube hunting I was gonna say best and worst duck hunting influencers okay. Because I, I would consider them an influencer. I, I don't think there's anybody that I really hate. So um, somebody's like right, somebody's Here's like. There's no do. one you hate, but I hate you. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah the, the the influencing. I don't. I love Doctor Doc. I think everything they say is right on point. I love like how they talk about like things I think about now, like with having a kid. Is they say, man, when I come in there, I want to treat that guy like he's my son. Because you got to imagine they're coming into a lot of twenty year olds, eighteen year olds, guys our age. You know, just he wouldn't want somebody to treat his son like that, so he's yeah. thinking about that. So, like, I think about that. You you never know. You may run into a guy taking his son for the first time. Like, you know, we take we take something for the first time. Like, we're going to be, like, protective. And, want, you know, we don't want to get in a fight taking <laughs> that's that definitely, kid. You that's know? definitely
1: not two boats you'd want to cross yeah, like, right there. <laughs> yeah, like, that's going
0: to be, like, so I totally understand that. And I want to keep mindful of that. And I feel like they're changing the game for a positive way. The guys that I don't – not that I don't appreciate, but I'm like, okay, they're just out there for – um you know, whatever you call it for hype or whatever, just trying to get when it's the, uh, you know, uh, hundred dollar duck hunt challenge, you know, or the uh, Walmart shotgun. You, you talking, know who I'm talking about? So
1: you're talking about flair. Yeah, flair. Right?
0: I, I don't think like that guy's like a representation of like a duck hunter. Like maybe yeah. he is a duck hunter, but I I see him as a YouTuber that um, you know is hitting on the duck hunting crowd. Yeah. You know, but I like. I don't watch that and, like, learn anything yeah. or gain anything. I mean,
1: there's no... no like, there's no hunting information gain. Like, if you're like, okay, you
0: know... It's those guys that are out there. And there's another one on Instagram, too, uh, that he's been, like... He shot a... He was, like, turkey hunting with a pellet gun out of a hot tub or something like <laughs> that. <laughs> no, no lie. And then he went and stopped and asked this old lady on the side of the road if he could shoot this turkey that was in her backyard. And he went out there with the freaking fan in front of his face. And, like, off the, like you know they were on a hunting trip given that but it's like all those types of videos it's like what is this teaching the younger generation you know the kids out there that are watching it you know yeah I definitely
1: think um that that is uh, just interesting I mean it's interesting to watch somebody originally like it was interesting to see yeah. like hey we're, we're gonna duck hunt for a hundred bucks Yeah. right but now knowing what I know like it's it's unrealistic. It's unrealistic. First off, and it sets a bad expectation for a new hunter coming mm-hmm. in. So if you are trying to get into duck hunting, going to Arkansas, right, and you live in say Memphis, like where we live and stuff, and you are like, man, well this dude's doing it for a hundred dollars. Yeah. Like it's not. It's not impossible. It, your license impo- is going to cost more. Than that. Well, yeah, your license costs more than that. Yeah. But it's it's busted. Right it, it's impossible. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cha-ching. yeah, that's a new uh, yeah, and uh, yeah. I just like, I don't think that it sets a good expectation for a new. learner. Yeah. and so that's one thing that I don't like about stuff like that. I think a lot of the so dang
0: your 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 worst take is going to be Flair.
1: Uh, yeah, I think a whole lot of the YouTube stuff. Because they're, YouTube, they're YouTubers. I don't just... want to call him out because I kind of like some of his content. It's like Bobby Guy. Like, I think that they set a bad. Quite questionable. Ex- yeah, they set a bad expectation for new hunters. Like, yeah. these guys go out there and they think, like, okay like they're not really putting in any work you know none of those guys are showing like we're going out scouting which bobby guy's a god so like he has land these hunting on and so like they're not setting up a good expectation for first-time hunters that are learning about duck hunting whereas if you watch dr duck billy campbell um Trying to think of some other like just like public, they're really when you think public land, Mm -hmm. they're the guys that come into mind, and like they're really showing you how it is. They're going to show you like, hey, we went hunting and we We shot no birds. Yeah, Yeah, we didn't shoot any. I feel like twenty four seven shows that too. Like they they show they don't
0: kill anything. They're like, yeah. hey, or man, hey, we're out here, and this hunt got messed up because he's you know, we were too close to these other guys, right? yeah, the other guys exactly. That. Well,
1: that's like it, it's a real deal. I mean, yeah. this is how it is, yeah. this is how duck hunting works. Sometimes it, you we know, get them, this, sometimes we don't, yeah, this is everything that could go wrong, yeah. So, but uh, yeah, I guess we'll wrap it up right there. I wonder if, if anybody hates us uh, still.
0: We went over this just percentage wise, you're not gonna be liked by everybody,
1: yeah, well. You know what but it's part of it. Sitka Rule, strikes on.
0: That's why uh, you know, even Dr. Duck, like it's nice and, like literally super nice Billy Campbell, Dr. Duck, super nice guys. But oh, we've heard people... some dirty
1: stuff done to them, like
0: yeah. out there. So like who wouldn't I get that guy talking Dave,
1: we've met both of them in multiple person. Multiple times in person, multiple <laughs> times. Nicest Genuine guys ever. Genuine and guys. Um, yeah, it just uh, you know, is what it is. Obviously, there are more controversial stuff than some of these topics. Uh, You know, we could fight about uh, camo all day (laughs) and and waiters and stuff. And um, the only thing that is with all that that I'm like... Thousand percent, like you're wrong, yeah. Is if you think neoprene's is better than breathable waders, <laughs> <That's not laughs> uh, like it's not even an argument. So. are we going to keep this
0: to 30 30 minute podcast?
1: We didn't tell anybody that. <laughs> I told you that before that. we started, <laughs> like 30 and uh, we can break it up in two, yeah. we'll we don't wait, ne- just leave it in one next week because we were going to touch on
0: it this week, but we didn't. But next week, we are going to talk about land management, yeah, uh, what the private guys are doing, how that affects public land, yeah. like what we see out there in the public waters. I'm excited I to, talk talk about to
1: that. um. James, he said that he, he'd be happy to be on the podcast. Can you talk
0: about
1: who James is? Uh, so James owns, uh, it's James Oldham. He owns Oldham Duck Club. Yep. Uh, he's actually one of my clients for my business. <laughs> and we tried to get a hunt together last year, but I, I just yeah, couldn't. We, we were too busy yeah. running around, and it, it didn't boats. work out. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, we didn't do too well. And they killed, like, four digits <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on the year. And I was yeah. like, well, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, we got a couple hundred. But he's uh, <laughs> uh, James, like all in on it, man. Like he's cool. got duck hunting tattoos and yeah, yeah. turkey hunting. No, it's tattoos. That's good. It'd be good and to get to
0: talk to him about all that stuff because I'm I'm excited. People are out there working on their land already, and like we're talking about what we're gonna go do, and you know I'm looking forward to sharing all that. So yeah, I uh, I wouldn't
1: know the first thing about land management yeah. for well, duck hunting.
0: Tune in next week to the Thaw Mouth Podcast. We're gonna talk about it.
1: Yep. <laughs> Catch y'all on the next one.